Hey, so I'm back with another episode, which I just recorded and realized that it didn't really record. So um, I hate technology. Um, I was going to pick up where I left off with my other podcast um, and talk about how I restarted running, but I have something else I wanted to talk about today, and that is going the distance, going the distance for a long run, for a long bike ride, for a long swim. And the reason this is on my mind is I biked pretty long today. For me, it was long. I biked 80 miles. I am training for a century ride, which is 100 miles. And the ride is in two weeks in Palm Springs, California. It's the Tour de Palm Springs. And the next day, I have a half marathon, the Palm Desert Half Marathon, and I will talk on a future episode about that weekend and my training about uh, the training I'm doing for it. Um, But today was my longest training ride for it. And frankly, it was one of my longest rides ever. I did a century ride in 2014 and my longest training ride for that was 80 miles. So I did 80 miles training for that and then the ride and now today. So only three times in my life have I ever reached the 80 mile mark. But I want to talk about training and wrapping your head around miles. And I'm bringing this up because I remember a few months ago, I think it was back in November, my friends and I, when we decided to train for this century ride, we met at a restaurant, we met at Panera, and we sketched out a training plan. And the first couple of months were, you know, bike 30 miles, bike 40 miles, which is was usual for us. That's, I mean, when I bike, I usually bike about 40-ish miles and uh, started to build up, bike 50 miles, more 50 miles. And then when January hit, it was bike 60, bike 70, and then bike 80, which was today. And I remember sitting there in Panera thinking, how the heck am I going to bike 80 miles? That sounds crazy. That's a long way. Even though I've done it before, as I said, I did it five years ago. It's been a long time. And I remember how hard it was to do the first time. And I don't even want to drive, (coughs) excuse me, I don't want to drive 80 miles, let alone bike 80 miles. And I just couldn't wrap my head around it. So I wanted to talk about it. I first wanted to say that defining distance will vary for for every single person. So for some people, running long is going to be a 5K. If you're just starting out running and you are barely getting around the block, and the thought of running a mile seems long, then running a 5K, which is 3.1 miles, is going to be a long run. For some people, running long is going to be 10 miles or a half marathon or a full marathon. For some people, running long is going to be an ultra, like running a 50K, which I think is like 31 miles or something, or a 50 miler. And there are people that run 100 mile races. And for every person, it's individual and it's okay. For biking, for some people, biking 80 miles like today for me is really long. A few years ago, I was biking on the coast and I was at a stoplight and I met a guy who was biking next to me 
we started chatting and I asked him how far he was biking and he said 100 miles. And I said, wow, 100 miles, that's crazy. And he said, yeah, well, I bike a century, which is 100 miles. I bike a century every year. Um, every year I, I bike my age in centuries is what he said. So he was 61. So basically that year he was biking 61 centuries, meaning that every weekend he was biking 100 miles. In some weekends, he had to bike 100 miles both Saturday and Sunday. So for him, biking 80 miles would be no big deal. He does it all the time. <clears throat> when I first started biking, which was back in 2010, my first bike ride was eight or nine miles. I remember I biked like four miles out and turned around and came back, and I was pooped. It was so hard. And the thought of biking 20 Wow, 20 was a long ride for me. And it remained long for a while. And here I am doing 80. Now for swimming, there are people who think, you know, biking or swimming 500 yards is long. And there are people that swim across the English Channel. So what I'm saying is that it's individual for everyone. And as you get more fit and as your goals change, what your definition of distance is also might change. I used to think that biking 20 miles was long. Now I think that biking 80 miles is long. So I wanted to give some tips. And these are just things that I've come up with personally. Um, nothing professional. I'm just an amateur here. But when you think about miles and doing it, it can be very, very daunting. In fact, Tomorrow morning, I'm, I'm supposed to run 10 miles, and that seems really huge right now, even though I've run 10 miles millions and millions of times in my life. But I'm exhausted from my ride today, and the thought of running one mile sounds painful. 10 sounds impossible. So there's that old adage, how do you eat an elephant? One bite at a time. And that's how it is with distance. And you can break it up to one mile at a time. And maybe it's not even a mile at a time. Maybe it's half a mile at a time. And sometimes it's just one step at a time, one crank of the pedal at a time, one stroke at a time. And just break it up. Because if you think about the fact that you're going to be biking long or running long or swimming long, it might just seem too overwhelming. But you just have to start and you know, as Dory says in Finding Nemo, you just keep swimming, just keep biking, just keep running. Um, <clears throat> another tip is to build up slowly and safely. A tip that I've heard over the years is for running, you don't want to add more than 10% uh, a week. So let's say that you're running three miles, then you would add 10%. So the next week you might run three and a third or three and a half miles. And for biking, you can build up a little bit faster than, than that, but not too much. I mean, you don't want to go from biking 10 miles to biking 100. You don't want to go from running three miles to running 11. The quickest way to injury is to go too fast, too far, too soon. So building up slowly and safely, so allowing plenty of time in your training plan. Um, another tip is playing mental games. So like today, uh, my bike ride, uh, my friend Rebecca and I were playing games. Where are we biking to next? Cause you know, we still had like 
I don't know, like 15 miles left. And by that point, we're just mentally checked out and wanted to be done. Okay, we only need to get to this next point, which for us was the convention center. And then once we got there, we found a new point to get to. So instead of saying I need to get from point A to point B, maybe you're going from point A to um, point A1, point A2, point A3 until you get to B. So just breaking it up into smaller segments within. I hope that makes sense. Um, or you can say, I'm just going to bike to the next corner. Okay. Or I'm sorry, I'm going to run to the next corner or I'm going to run until I pass three yellow cars. Um, just anything to kind of break it up and to make it a little bit more interesting. Being mindful of where you are, um, the beauty of nature if you're in a beautiful area. And if you're not in a beautiful area, let's say you're in a kind of urban area and there's not a lot of nature, just looking at the sites, people watching. Um, distraction is really important to me. Um, I I like to run alone. I, I do run sometimes with friends. And when I do, I really enjoy it. And that's really distracting. And you know we chit-chat the whole time. I rarely bike alone. I really like to bike with friends. Um, so that's distracting. If I'm running alone, I'm almost always uh, with my with my iTunes. Uh, I need my music. So that helps. Um, nutrition is something that you need to consider when going long. Things that you need when you're going shorter are not going to be what you need when you're going longer. For example, when I ride 30 or 40 miles, I don't eat a lot. I usually, um, I like the cliff shot blocks or goo chomps. And every, I don't know, seven to 10 miles, I'll eat one. And that's usually all I eat. Well, I'm finding on my longer rides, I'm hungry. Like I need food. So I'm bringing real food, like uncrustable peanut butter and jellies and cliff bars. And today we stopped off at a mini mart halfway through and I bought a Reese's peanut butter cup. You need fuel. You have to fuel your body. And I'm not an expert on fuel and I'm never going to be talking about that on my podcast because I'm not a nutritional coach. But I will say that the longer you go, the more you need to be careful about fueling your body and hydrating your body because you will bonk. And the last thing you want to do when you are, <coughs> excuse me, can't get rid of this cough. The last thing you want to do when you are on a long run or a long bike ride or a long swim or a long hike or anything long is bonk and you need your energy. So make sure that you're mindful of nutrition. Along with that, you want to be mindful of bathrooms. And I think it's important to mention the longer you're out, hopefully you're drinking, whether it's water or sports drink. And I'm not always the best at that. I will admit my biking partners often have to remind me to drink. Um, but the longer you're out there and the more you drink, the more you're going to have to go to the bathroom. So planning your route where you know there's bathrooms and often there's porta potties around or you can duck into a Starbucks or a mini mart or a McDonald's and just knowing that there's going to be a place. I think guys have it easier because you can go in a bush. Girls don't have it as easy. But just know where the bathrooms are and use them. <laughs> that you're not in trouble. Gear 
is another really big consideration. You want to make sure the longer you go, that the more comfortable your gear is. If your shoes aren't fitting well when you're running two miles, they're not going to feel very good running 20. If the seams in your biking shorts are rubbing on you when you're biking 10 miles, imagine how that's going to feel at mile 90. So you want to make sure that you have really comfortable gear. In fact, one of my favorite biking kits, I have this jersey and a matching shorts that I love to wear. But on the website, the shorts say that it's made for biking 40 to 50 miles. So I wear them quite a bit, but on my longer rides, I haven't even tried them because if they're advertising them for up to 50 miles, I'm not even going to attempt to ride with them for 60 or more miles because I don't want my bottom to hurt. So making sure that you're wearing, you know, if you're biking, you know, pad padded shorts that have good padding and that you take care of them, that you, when you wash them, you don't throw them in the dryer, that you're, you know, you want to take care of your gear, making sure that your gloves fit so that your fingers don't hurt. When you're running, it's all about socks and your shoes and how tight your sports bra is because all that stuff gets more, anything that doesn't feel good gets more and more annoying the longer you go. Trust me on that. And the last thing that I wanted to mention is having a goal and having a why. The goal is how far do you want to go? Okay, I want to run 10 miles. I want to bike 50. I want to swim 3,000 yards, whatever it is. But the why is what's going to get you through. Because trust me, when you're out there and you're in the middle of a really long bike ride or a really long run or a long swim, and you're exhausted and every muscle of your body hurts and your mind is going nuts with exhaustion as well, you're going to question all of your life choices. And you're going to wonder what the heck you're doing out there. And you need to remember why. Like just this morning, there was a pancake breakfast for my daughter's school that I bought three tickets my husband and my kids. I didn't buy one for myself. I knew I'd be gone. I had to miss that. It would have been fun to be with my family and support the school. Most Saturdays and Sundays, I'd rather be in bed, in my warm bed, relaxing and not lacing up my shoes and pumping up my tires. So knowing the why, is it because you're training for something big? You know, if you miss the training that your race day is going to suffer Is it because you have a fitness goal that you want to get to? Is your why because you are trying to um, be a role model to someone? Whatever the why is, know what it is. And that's going to get you through and you're going to come back to that. Today, when I was at mile 65 and I was exhausted and the wind started up, I had to remember that the reason I needed to get 15 miles more, besides the fact that I needed to get back to the car, was that I wanted to be in as best possible training mode as I could for the Palm Springs century. And that got me through. So those are my suggestions, my helpful hints about going long. And again, it's all individual and your mileage may, may vary. 
<laughs> ha ha ha, pun intended. But I hope that some of these tips help. And if anyone else has other tips, I would love to hear them. Thanks for listening. Bye.